Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. If you're going to bet on sports, bet with mybookie.com where instant access to the action allows you to bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code DRINKINGBROS to get started with a double deposit up to $1,000. Welcome to the Monday Morning Recap at 5.35 p.m. on the East Coast. Just on time. Right on time. You made it right on time today. I did. Proud of you. I did. Proud Despite of you. Despite a two-hour delay on the runway. Where were you? A place called Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. What was going on out there? Anything? Anything Uh, happened over the weekend? You know, just seeing some buddies, did some car bombs. Sure. Anything else? Uh, I don't think so. No. (laughs) Um, I know this episode is the greatest comeback in UFC history, but this is the greatest comeback uh, on our golf show. Uh, I picked a man out of spite, Mm -hmm. told the audience for that, and I I told them word for word what was going to happen. That Cantlay was going to be up by one stroke at the end, and I asked if you were going to storm the 18th green and tackle him. I tried. And what happened there? I uh, ran into a wall of people. Okay. Yeah. So I wasn't able to do the uh, Rory on 15 where the guy came up and just had like a robotic uh, ball that he had, a remote-controlled ball mm-hmm. on 15 on Saturday that Rory picked up and threw into the water. saw that live, actually. That was kind of weird and funny. Nobody really knew what was going on. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was following Stalin's for the most of it uh, Sunday. Took a little uh, investment on Friday at 90 to 1 on okay. Scott Stalin's. So I was following him on the back nine, me and my dad. And uh, yeah, heard a roar on 17. I, I imagine that was uh, when Cantley made Bird sure. to take the lead. Uh, and yeah, once he got to 18, there was just too many people. I couldn't, I couldn't stop him. Yeah, you bet. Couldn't stop him. Cantley hoisting the trophy exactly as I promised. Damn it. But uh, what's kind of going unreported here is that my card still made $565. It did. It but, did, yeah. But nobody cares. Uh, I made three grand off of Patrick Cantley, and it was a blast. Um, I enjoyed all of it. Mm-hmm. I hope you and your, your father had a wonderful time. We had a lovely time. And whenever you think back on this weekend, you'll think of Patrick Cantley. It went down exactly how you said to. And um, we were trying to leave because I was like, <laughs> hey, let's get the fuck out of here. Did you know? If, I, if he doesn't have that shot on 17, I don't know if he wins that match. Yeah, well, I didn't see the lucky bounce on 17 until after the fact. But I did see him put it in the bunker on 18. I'm like, oh, maybe we got a chance here. Yeah. Because, you know, Stalins was striping the shit out of the ball, like, the entire back nine. He just couldn't make any putts. Mm-hmm. Couldn't make any putts. I think within 15, 16, 17, and 18, he had, like, 10 footers that he, he missed. So he just needed one. Okay. And we would have had a playoff. <laughs> that would have been the ultimate, right? Like if we, we kind of dragged this out to a playoff and then Cantley like oh, yeah, ripped yeah. my heart out. Yeah. That was probably better. But, um, you, know, you know, credit to Cantley. He's the most boring golfer in the world. Sure is. Sure is. What's the last event? Next of, week. Of, of the FedEx season. That's it's it. Next, next week, week right? yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, it's, we're tied right now. Uh, how the FedEx Cup works, too, is so Scheffler's going to start at 10 under next week. Uh, Cantlay is now in second place, so he's going to start at eight under. Yep. And then it just kind of from one to 30, there's just, it's kind of like guys start at different scores. So I think we're going to draft teams. Like we're each going to get like 15 guys. Yeah, we're going to draft teams. That's the only fair way to do it. You're <laughs> down to 30, and uh, it's already set on set scoring rules. So I'm going to give you fun. the first pick since you forced the tie. Yeah, that's yeah. nice of you. So take Scheffler. I will. Want. I'm taking Scott Scheffler for sure. You want to take your boy, Patrick? 
Uh, no, I don't think he's going to pull it off. I think Scheffler is the greatest golfer in the world this year. And he got hot. He got he hot almost, again. He almost, he almost won. He almost, he almost took won. it on Sunday. Uh, you, you can't deny how great that guy is. Uh, and I thought the same about Usman in the UFC fight. I So full disclosure, uh, I went out, uh, went to a concert, enjoyed myself, came back, had a few drinks, was watching the fight. It was kind of ho-hum and, uh, and I passed out. I went to sleep. I didn't get to see what happened. And I woke up and I had a million text messages on my phone the next morning. Ross, I don't, I don't want to interrupt you or anything real Go quick. Ahead. But this ho-hum fight in which uh, a UK-born or a Jamaican-born man out of the UK takes down a Olympic caliber wrestler from America, right. takes his back in the first period. This, this ho-hum boring fight that you're discussing right now. You know how much I hate wrestling. Um, I can't stand it. I want to pay for blood, knockouts, teeth, everything else. And we got it at the end of the fight. Like, we got it, right? That's why the show is called The Greatest Knockout. Uh, comeback. Comeback yeah. at the end where it's like you got the dream knockout. And it, it all depends on a viral moment. Because I always talk about this with, with Jake Paul. Those knockouts are viral and you see them over and over and over again. Whoever that photographer was who got that shot the meme. of, of yeah. Usman. Because yeah, that's, yeah. that's where we're, we're in a meme generation now. That one shot has now been memed 50,000 times in the last two days to where I'm over it already. I'm over the meme. Well, that's still the, that's the ringside camera, right? So half of the fight, depending on where it is in the ring, that camera sucks. But if the dude goes down, they always get that shot. Like that's, 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 a, that's so intentional. It's, okay, it's coming from the overhead. Yeah. Is that where that came? All yeah. right. And what do they just rip a still off the video? It's the, it's the dude who's like on right outside of the cage all the time to get, always gets that shot. And okay. they, they have, a, if you look in the well, in the media well right there, they usually have a couple of camera people taking uh, vertical shots as well. So I, I don't know if the guy would have had time to jump up there and take a shot with a still. But, yeah, you could easily. Those are probably, what, at least 6K cameras, right, if not they 8? Have a, they have a lot of still photographers hired for the events. Everywhere, yeah. All around yeah. the cage as well. By the way, so. we are also joined by a former UFC fighter and a guy that is trained with Trevor Whitman, uh, Usman's coach, hey. Andrew Craig. Yeah, I like Trevor. He always says, uh, wonderful, after everything. You were a UFC fighter? Correct. God damn it, yeah. you're small. I feel like I could take you. I do it you're too good looking you don't have the shit dude let me see your other ear that's pretty good right you got nothing yeah man i take care of myself i didn't even know huh you walk in usually it's it, there's a giorgio look where you're like all right i'm not gonna fuck with that guy because uh, you got the cauliflower ears and he's the whole shit the, he's the that's luke the sauce, you man. look like the opening act for jack johnson <laughs> Hey, I mean, it's I in it, a yeah. great way. Good looking I'm not, dude. I'm not taking offense to that. You're not wearing shoes. Well, there is some form some of croc. Crocs. Yeah. Yeah. And, but they're on croc. They're on party mode. Not even <laughs> not sport mode. mode. Don't yeah. need it. Yeah. Yeah. If I go, if I go sport mode, I'm just taking them off. How'd you make Barefoot. it through UFC remaining unscathed here? Um, you look at a lot of guys without fucked up ears. Look at like a, like an Anderson, I guess even Rockhold to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys, when their ears start getting messed up, you just wear headgear. Yeah, you know we're, we like the guys that are kind of vain. You know, you start to blow up a little bit. You drain them. Wear headgear. Don't get the fucked up ears. Okay. Yeah. How, what, Georgia? How'd you get yours then? Uh, you don't wear headgear. Yeah, it's yeah. point of pride. And then, and then it happens at a real young age. See, guys who are standing up a lot don't really like to rub their ears against people, and they don't really get as messed. Andrew's up more often. of a striker. See, I didn't grow up wrestling either, so I was kind of late to the game. Um, had my ears blow up a couple of times, but for the most part, tried to avoid that. Yeah. So what, how, what was your take on Leon actually being able to take him down? Unreal. Yeah. Like I'm not taking down that caliber. I mean, 
granted, I'm not, you know, UFC 170 world champion, but um, when a guy is that good of a grappler, I'm... Against someone who has never grappled in their life professionally, yeah. never... Yeah, it's Maybe just, it was I'm not going to so, try to enter their realm. It was so unexpected that it caught Usman off guard. Yeah, because a couple thing. of times Usman had Edwards uh, up against the cage, and he literally just reached down with his hands and ripped Edwards' legs out from under him. It wasn't even... I mean, it's, it's a takedown, technically speaking, but that's not a takedown you teach people. It's just like... I know that I'm stronger than you, and you don't know what you're doing. Weep. Yeah, the and double against the cage happens when you've got insane pressure, yeah. and um, that pressure starts to make the legs a little lighter. Mm. I and mean, once you get your hands around the legs, even if you can't connect them, if you can get like a little bit of collapse on them, they're going for a ride. And um, but I so, don't think anybody had uh, on their bingo card. Edwards dominating the first round and a lot of it happening on the ground. Edwards almost no getting a submission like, at like, I think it was yeah. 24 to one to yeah. win that by submission. Yeah. Yeah. So if you took that like for shits and gigs, you were like losing your mind in the first round. But then obviously Usman comes back. Like, oh, it destroys him for the next three rounds. Yeah. Three rounds he wanna... dominates every second of the next three Is rounds. Is Usman still the pound for pound goat in your eyes? Did he just get caught here or was this like the culmination of I a, mean, a master plan and staying in the fight? Staying I think in the he game? got caught. I, I can't put him as yeah. pound for pound goat anymore, though. No, no. Um, I, I mean, after that, he's never I mean, yeah, been. He got caught, but never been the pound for pound yeah. goat or pound for pound current. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah that's part of being like a great though. Is I mean, even if he did get caught, and it was you know, it was, it was not a lucky kick, but I mean, he remained. He engaged in that striking battle for long enough. Uh, Leon was a southpaw. Usman was saying ortho. Usman circling the wrong way falls to the straight left in that position you're kind of taught to pull off of the punches pull your head back rather than off to the side because everybody's doing that kick i mean you look at like a lot of fights people throw that that lazy cross i mean yeah. leon's wasn't a lazy cross but you mean see guys like shake their shoulder um cowboy kind of shook his shoulder his right hand towards um alex hernandez from san antonio boom head kick knockout when i fought natal he was saying southpaw threw a jab kind of just dipped a little bit boom so what you're saying it's a, a, a lapse of like mental judgment and a little bit of like lazy technique on kamara's well, part by uh, dipping to slip the punch instead of fully engaging backwards i think yeah he had just kick. gone through the fight and um he hadn't really been touched by much, right? So he's going to, I mean, he, and he's been smoking people in the stand up, I mean, you know, KO, Masvidal, all that kind of stuff. So I think he just felt super Never been knocked there. out. Leon Edwards doesn't knock anyone out. Yeah, that's like true. his second career knockout in the UFC. Yeah, that wasn't even, that wasn't the first time in that fight that he slipped that jab and then followed it right up with the kick. Like it had happened twice before that. So it was like, Usman, you're the pound for pound best fighter in the world. That's what, you know, that's what we've all been saying, I guess. Most people have been saying for a while now. Mm-hmm. Him or Volkanovski. That's not yeah. like a best guy right. in the world move. Like the, the thing that separates good from great and great from best is that focus that never goes away. And right? Usman trains in elevation in Denver. Like yeah. Leon Edwards said he felt weird because like by the fifth round, he had no idea. Like he had, his body just was not used to it. I still think it's uh, Anderson Silva, honestly. Like if he doesn't break his leg... Uh, uh, with Weidman, he he may still be fucking fighting competitively. To be honest, I think it's Khabib. I've still got. I mean, he's undefeated. It's um, GSP or Silva. Yeah, there's I'm GSP th- undefeated too. No, no, two no, losses. Either one of those guys. So that Anderson's the- always going to be mine, or at least for the for a while. His his variety of finishes at both mm-hmm. weight weight classes, the amount of title defenses. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and going up to 205, beating Sandman, James Irvin. Mm-hmm. Forrest Griffin, Stephen Bonner, smoking all those guys. That Forrest Griffin fight, I mean, I, I know Forrest. Like, we, you've actually, yeah. you, you hazed him about it the last time we had him on the show, I think. But it's like, 
he got dominated so fast in that fight that he didn't even know what to do. It wasn't like people were like, oh, why'd you just sit on the ground like that and not fight back? He was like, man, I didn't know what the fuck to do. It was just like a flurry of shit. And that's like an underrated element is being champion that long mm. and just getting up for each fight yeah. over and over yeah. again. Like Usman was only, that was what his, he only had five title defenses. So that would have been six, but he got knocked yeah. out. Mm. I think to your point, it's that same thing about um, remaining engaged for mm. the in entirety of the fight, you know? Um, and then to take that further, remain engaged for that many title defenses like Anderson did. Yeah. And just to make well, a parallel he, he to golf. A, what do you have, 11 title defenses? Something. Well, did, did, it was did, 16 did DJ have more? It was 16 straight wins. wins but in I, UFC. Yeah. And, uh, but it was like 11 or maybe... I, I think, think it was, it was 10 11. or 11 for yeah. title defenses. But that's like, that's not... That, that's incredible. And no, one Edwards, no one touched him in his prime. And Edwards himself, too, has 11 straight wins in the UFC right now. Yeah. So, Who does? Edwards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took him this long to get to, to the fucking title because, you know, he's typically pretty boring. Like, see, he's a great fighter, but he's usually, he does not deliver this. Well, so. also, just his last fight with Nate Diaz, the fact that he almost got finished by him gave me a lot of doubts. Did you, we did you say almost get finished? By is, that, is, that, is that really the word, the phrase you're going to use to describe that? Well, I mean, he got put on Queer Street, right? I mean, he was shaking. <laughs> a little wobbly. All it takes is one more. It's game over. We were there. We were next to fucking Nate's like cousins, like from Stockton, and they were losing their shit. I bet, man. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about this um, this Leon versus Usman knockout, because I love a knockout where it's like the walk off, where you know they're done, and yeah, instead of going to up. smash them, you just put your hands up. I was always when I first came up fighting, I thought that was the coolest thing ever, and I always said if I got a knockout, I'm done. I'm gonna go walk off. Yeah, I'm gonna recognize it. Both times I'd knock somebody out. Hit him at least two more times. Hammer fists on the way down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at this list of people that Andy beat in that period. It's like Rich Franklin twice. He beat uh, Chael Sonnen twice. That's the only... Like, Forrest Griffin, Dan Henderson. These are tough motherfuckers. The only man. controversial fight, I believe, was uh, the Shale fight, where he had to come back and triangle in the fifth, where yeah. he was getting dominated that whole fight. And other than that, I think he walked through everybody. I yeah, just remember watching him as... Even as the second kid. time he fought Shale, he lit his ass up. I mean, just like worked his body until it was a TKO. Yeah, he smoked him the second yeah. time. The second time, yeah. But yeah, but the first, first time, one, yeah. That, that, first that one was a comeback, yeah. Eerily, yeah. eerily similar to this, yeah, just, a, just a submission. Well, things eerily similar to this, uh, we think Usman's been chasing the ghost of GSP his whole life. Is this his GSP moment? Getting knocked out, getting to come back. By Matt the, Sarah? Yes. Yeah, Is that, this mm, that time? Because I had that conversation with Anik this weekend, actually, uh, yesterday, after you know he's eaten his 3,000 calories. Sure. Um, it's like I asked him. I was like, "Do you think this is the biggest upset ever?" He said he thinks it's one of the top fights ever in general, just because of how it's going to shift the momentum in the UFC. But I think everybody, most of the people I know, agree that Sarah beating uh, GSP is probably the biggest upset ever. Right. I don't think. I think people came into this fight thinking Edwards could win, but the fashion he did it after, like he was being dominated for even yeah. that fifth round, he was losing that fifth round. Yeah, I think it's the best comeback but not the best upset mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah. that um sarah gsp i feel like gsp wasn't putting it on at that point and then sarah got him and then gsp beat his ass the next time and then yeah. this sets up the trilogy fight they're probably gonna do it in london uh they're talking about wembley stadium talking about Ooh. wembley i don't know how you have fights outdoors though you guys saw the fucking is it, is it? yeah we were there and it was so muggy you can't control the elements anything that's going on i don't know how you do it and it's crazy outdoors it doesn't there. it doesn't rain in london right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah exactly 
So what do you do then at that point? Um, well, they have the um, Wembley set up now with the fucking overhead cover, right? Does it go the whole stadium or just the stands? That's it, a good well, question. Well, I don't know. Is it where the tennis matches? No, no, no. That's Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Wembley's a Wimbley. soccer stadium. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the, they do that because the so, so where, so where Wimbledon is. Yes, they've added roofs to go over it during. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. weather. But uh, yeah, if it's not there, and I know that holds fifteen, twenty thousand people. Are they they wanted it Wembley like where oh, the team played. It's not. It's not actually retractable. It's just super tight. It I'd imagine like they a, put a canopy over. It though. looks like a vagina. But yeah, they still could, outdoors. They could, I don't know. You can do, really do fight there. How big is O2 Arena? 40? It's really small. Less than 40? 28 maybe? It, I think it's way less because they were talking about not going back with uh, Patty because it was too small. But I mean, isn't MGM only like 16? Really? Yeah, I feel like we do a lot of no, those. So, I mean, no. M- MGM's got to be more than that. I think it's closer to 20 It might be. Eight. Well, I mean, it's going to be the size of a, of a basketball stadium. It's going to be somewhere right. from 16 to 20. It's not going to be that big. I say just bring it to Moody Center. No, bring him oh. to fucking uh, AT&T. We saw Canelo fight there last year. It was fucking dope. Well, San Antonio? Antonio? Yeah. No, no, oh, no Dallas. Dallas. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Not, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, not. They're going to do it for, because Edwards is mm-hmm. obviously English. So, like, they just want to kind of cash oh, that's in on immediate, that. Right? They're going to. Daryl K. Royal at 5 p.m. <laughs> in early September. Let's go outdoors. hit Schultz's first. Yeah. yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. My God, dude. O2 is uh, 20,000. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. not that big. What's the Moody Center hold? <laughs> We're not going to the Moody Center. No, like, but there's 17. I think it's 17. 17. might be uh, an event at the Moody Center next weekend. That Day, might be pretty cool. Dan and I were there for the UFC fight at Moody Center. Um, yeah. We were there. It was, it's a great venue. Count Kidder got robbed. But it's, it's 17,000. I don't remember oh, much of that, to be honest. That was a good fight. <laughs> it was a good fight, but Kidder got robbed. I got fucking hammered. Yeah, it, it was fun. Uh, who's, who's coming there next week? Uh, Andrew, isn't that where the melee event is? No, our oh. event. Oh, that'd be sweet. Oh. No, we are doing Palmer Event Center. Palmer Center. Ah. Yeah, September third. See, that shows how long I've lived in Texas, and I should know where these places are and the differences between them. At yeah, this it's, point. It's, it's inexcusable. It's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, melee fighting championship, September third. Quick plug. God. Um. Yeah. Local fights first. Local like regional fights coming to Austin in quite some time. You know, that's fights that are not the UFC. Um. All amateur. Big card. I'll be commentating and doing a little bit of coaching. We've got five guys on the card, co-main event and main event. So, uh, any title fights on the line? Yeah, uh, two of our guys are co-main is the one seventy title one thirty, and then main event our one thirty five or is the one thirty five title. So, for someone like Ross who just really likes to see some hanging and banging, no real technical grappling, this is probably oh, something he'd want to check are, out. These are fights for you, man. There we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. You now want you're to see some Texas language. boys? Yeah. You're getting some That's amateurs. All I want. Like all I want. early on the amateur card, you might find a guy in shorts with pockets. Yeah. Um, some cargo shorts, like maybe some, like some and, and ones or something like, like that. some original UFC days. Like, yeah, can I yeah, get yeah, jeans? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, <laughs> not not so much wrestling, you know? Yeah, these guys don't know how to wrestle. <laughs> Different sport. Yeah, you're yeah. fun. No and this starts later in the night on the third and the fourth? I believe so. Yeah, just the third. Just the third? Yes, sir. Just the third, yeah. Right on. So if you're around in the Austin area, go uh, go check that out. Support some 10th Planet guys and uh, watch, them, watch them banging. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, the one, my biggest takeaway from the Usman fight, though, uh, is I wanted to see him fight uh, John Jones, and now that's probably not going to happen. That was happen. never going to happen. No, I think it is he. 
I, that John Jones was who they said afterwards, and people were bitching about it and drinking bro sports. He wanted to move up to 205. No, so he was never going to fight Izzy because they're boys. Like Nigerian or African brothers, right? Right. No, so John um, Jones. So he wanted to go up to 205 and fight, fight Jan. Right. Which was, and John's, you know, I think John's set up with Stipe already, right? No. UFC they, keep, they keep saying that. I thought that. they made that. Okay. I don't think they've announced that. Gotcha. I don't know if someone so it, see it. who is he going to fight then? Who, John Jones? Yeah. John Jones so is going to fight Stipe. Either Stipe or Francis. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one, probably. But, you know, honest, you can never count on John Jones to fight, so... I, I would love to hear your opinion on John Jones, Andrew. Like, uh, his last three to four fights have not been the most... Yeah, a little so Boring as shit. You yeah, say boring. Yeah, coming from, you know... That's being a champion. The GOAT, supposedly. Uh, how do you see him finishing his career off? Does he, does he go to heavyweight and make an explosive return? Or is it one more big fight where he tries to stay out of danger, gets the money, and then goes Does home? he have a fight before he gets his next DUI? <laughs> it's, it's interesting watching these fighters' career progress because it seems as they get older, they get a little less aggressive. Um, we were talking about Rockhold a little earlier when he beat... Tim, when he beat Jacare, when he was owning Strike Force, then came into the UFC, when he was dominating everybody, he was probably like 27 to 34 at that time, right? Um, John Jones, maybe that's part of his thing. He's getting a little older, going into his 30s and fighting a little more conservatively. However, I think him at heavyweight, and again, I'm just, you know, uh, I want to romanticize the whole thing. I think he's going to be huge as shit and uh, beat everybody up. Really? You think he's just going to come in there, actually be the weight, be the size, be more athletic than everyone like he's been his entire career? Heavyweight's not great. Show the flying knees, showing the elbows at heavyweight and just... I think his wrestling might almost be more effective at heavyweight against... um, Well, he didn't see much of that throughout the later parts of his career at all. Right, right. Early on, we saw some wrestling from him, but after that, it was a lot of the the mid-quad kick, the spinning elbows, the spinning back fists. Yeah, and then against Dom Reyes, he had a hard time taking him down. Yeah, I mean, all those fights. uh, Tiago Santos fight, yeah. Um, I'm close to Brandon Brandon Gibson's six-gun, and he's... um, We know John Jones has been his student for a while, but he's still singing his praises about how good he's looking at a, as a heavyweight. He was saying um, how many sparring partners they're going through because John just smoking all of them. He's big as shit, but he's still got tiny legs. <laughs> Little legs. Genetics, but man, I mean, shake that it. extra weight, that adds a lot of power to a punch. Okay. Okay. So you think we're going to have some success from John Jones? Does he stay in the UFC long and defend the title if he wins it? I, I believe so. I, mean, I don't think he's going anywhere else. He's not leaving the UFC. I, I don't think, think that's Francis where he, is going to be That's where there. he retires and makes all his money. He's a few years younger than he's probably 33. Yeah, he's very young for how long yeah. he's been in it. He won Shit. the title at 21 or 20. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's weird because he's been out for so long now that you're like, all right, great. Is this guy fucking 38 years old? He hasn't fought in three years. I know. And that's uh, another thing. Like when guys start so early, their careers doesn't have the same longevity like Rory McDonald who just retired that guy started fighting like 14 or 16 years old yeah whereas the guy like Randy Couture started in you know in his early 30s you know goes to like 44 years old right he's kind of the outlier though you would say and also true, John true. can fight forever in heavyweight like everyone there is ancient can, can he like, than, I, mean, I mean Francis we, is gone we keep, t- we keep talking about John like he is the John from 2012 from 2016 on I have not been impressed with John Jones Giorgio Tied to Avasa is fighting for like an interim belt, right? I stand corrected. <laughs> but, but I had a lot of hope for um, Aspinall in his last one against uh, Curtis Blades. He came out hot. Came out real hot. hot. A little too hot. Didn't set up the kick. No. Step back. Mess himself up. But when that guy gets healthy, 
I think he'll be a force to be reckoned with. Do you think that kind of showcased where Tom was right now? Like we were really high on Tom, really excited, but like Curtis as a upper echelon heavyweight, but almost a gatekeeper at this point has to get his career back on track. Do we feel like they're both like a little under the level at this? Yeah, I felt like it showed Tom's, um, I don't know what to say, immaturity, but inexperience as far as um, keeping his mental game, mental game tight. Okay. How do you feel about Bo Nickel? Bo Nickel? Dude. <laughs> I'm really I'm, I'm I'm high on him. I want to see him get his next win on Dana White Contender Series. And could Bo UFC. Nickel be Izzy right now? No, okay. I don't believe so. Okay, yeah. Do you feel Alex Pereira's launch to a title fight is too quick and no. undeserved? No, I want to see it so bad. Yeah, everyone wants to see that yeah. fight. I honestly, there's so many um, middleweights I want to see fight each other now. I really want to see. Um, I wanted. I thought Rockhold was going to do great, and I was. I thought a Rockhold Izzy fight could be cool. After watching the Paulo Costa against Rockhold, I don't think that would have been a great fight. Um, but one eighty five is pretty hot right now. I will say though, the Costa Rockhold fight was. It wasn't a good fight, but it was an entertaining fight. It was, it was super an entertaining fun. fight, but yeah. the whole time I was just looking at everybody and go, "Why is he so tired?" I mean, that guy has, you know dominated five round fights before. I mean, he's. He just smoked guys. He never looks out of shape. I guess I have a question. He had to get a special recon- or special exemption for the leg wrap. Do you have any idea of what's going what on in there? What is that leg wrap, man? I know he gets like that cut just keeps opening up or something. So, but like last me? time he wore that was three years ago against um, Jan. Have so, you ever had somebody just rub their blood on you before? Like thank that? God, no. That was no. pretty funny. Yeah, well, I, I want, think I've kind of done it to. Your life's not over yet, dude. <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> Give it time, dude. I got I got cut really bad and taken down. Uh, San Antonio AT&T Center and the guy took my back and all my blood was all over my hands and I kept on punching him with my bloody hands and by okay. the end he was covered in my blood and I'm sure he didn't like that. So how does t- t- it's how bleeding feels like in your eyes like like when you're in a fight like people kind of think it's just water but it's not. It, I mean, the, other stuff hurts worse. Yeah that's just like the blood kind of feels like this weird like stinging sensation i guess and then all of a sudden it's in your eyes and you know you just like you hope the ref doesn't stop it just wonder how big is this cut because one of the cuts broke open broke open one of my cornrows and then the other <laughs> cut gave me like just nine stitches down the forehead so do you think the cornrows were so tight that it, it cut you a little bit easier on the top of the head you, wait, wait you had cornrows are we just gonna gloss over that fact <laughs> i mean you got to do something with your so early on I you wanted to keep hair. your hair long yeah okay got yeah, it got yeah, it yeah. all right um early on i tried it without cornrow in it i was like i'm just gonna get my hair super greasy just not wash it for a while use rubber bands instead of actual hair bands i'll be good to go UFC debut in Australia. I'm fighting. I get taken down and my back taken like the first minute. I got back up and the rest of the fight, I'm like punching, punching, punching. So <laughs> from then on out, I just had to do the corner. You should just man. get a yeah. nice barrette. That'd yeah, little that, little ladybug or something. Yeah, yeah. little Anne Frank Barrett. So everybody knows you're serious. <laughs> yeah, you can Frank it up, dude. Get a little Anne Frank Barrett in there. You know. So you say I miss my I miss my window. Middleweight is super interesting right now. I would agree with that. I'm not. I don't. Not at the top though. Israel Adesanya has become the most boring person on earth. Yeah, but now against a guy that's um smoked him once, beat him twice, starched him once. It's got I'm his number. See how that plays yeah. out. 
Well, I think commonly amongst the kickboxing community, people believe Izzy won the first fight, which is what got them the second fight. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then, you know, he gets knocked out. But apparently he was also winning the second fight before he got knocked out. I've heard that as well. Yeah. And again, those are, it's going to be such a different style, right? I mean, big gloves compared to little gloves. Um, and five three-minute rounds as opposed to five fives. Well, also, Izzy's has how much more years in the MMA? I mean, he's got 20-something fights. Yeah, but Izzy's yeah. not going to take him down. Well, he he might. Izzy no, has not. one of the best wrestling coaches out there right now in Frank Hickman, who's just been doing amazing throughout the UFC with Volkanovski as well. I, I, could you? Why not? Izzy, Izzy could, took down Gastelum, right? Yeah, why, yeah. Not? why not? He's a better wrestler than Pereira. Why not exploit that? It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if he can, if he can if he tries based on um, prayer training with uh, Glover so much and Glover I mean what a power like I remember when I f- first heard about Glover I, I looked at his record I figured he wasn't he wasn't in the US yet he couldn't get the visa but I talked to Tim about him and Tim was like oh yeah Glover used to beat the shit out of me all the time and being a guy that Tim beats the shit out of all the time mm-hmm. I was like whoa that's significant so um and glover's got one of the best ground games in the game and glover co-signed him really early he, yeah he came over and was training with glover and he was like this guy's for real so well huge too yeah muscles just fights uh, uh fight day 220 yeah i mean glover should still be the light heavyweight champion of the world <sighs> kind of fight, that last minute that yeah. made me sad that was how, so good though how do you feel about him not getting an immediate rematch no, he is. He is? Glover's yeah, they're, they're running the back. Yeah, 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 I think because okay. Jiri um, was so upset with his own performance, he wanted to have another chance to show how good he was against Glover. Plus, Glover's only got like one fight left. So yeah, it's going to be like a yeah, retirement fight. The other thing, too, is the fight was so great, you want to see that. Yeah. And I think with Dana White, you're trying to put the matchups out there for people to buy the pay-per-views. Like, just from watching the last one, I'll definitely pay to watch the next one for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, I'm into that one. And that one was kind of... It, it was one of those frustrating fights where... I mean, it's hard to be an armchair quarterback when these two guys could definitely beat the shit out of everybody in here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you're watching it, and Glover almost has him finished multiple times on the feet. And then when that happens, you don't take him down and try to sub him. No. You just finish him on the feet. But well, he's so used to... He's so used to taking him down though. and smashing, yeah. yeah. So it's the best... So that's really interesting. The best thing that happened to 205 was John Jones leaving. It seems like the best thing that could happen to 185 is Israel getting beaten by someone who then has potentials to lose, has uh, weaknesses to exploit. And now we're saying the same thing about 70 as well. So it's we not open. want champions. He's 70 is wide champions, open right man. now. Uh, honestly, I don't think they should run the Usman-Edwards uh, fight immediately back. I think they should do Edwards-Masvidal for the title. Get every like juice, squeeze all the juice out of Masvidal Are that you can. Are the three pieces in the soda? Yeah. 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 What about Colby? That that you can do that eventually, but you want Edwards to win, but you can, you know, use Masvidal for that rivalry, get that one <clears throat> last paycheck, and then he'll beat Masvidal and then you could either run back Colby or uh You just can't Usman. you can't give Jorge the, the title shot. I think Usman's got to get the immediate because he's mm-hmm. uh had reign for so long. Right. And Maz has to get a win or two mm-hmm. under his belt before he gets a title shot. Which I think Chemayev is the freight train in that division. Yeah. I really don't see anyone yeah. stopping him. That's going to gonna happen. But, you know, he's got to wait now. That's two fights from now, at least. Now. He right. was going to get the title shot, but, you know, right. this is probably, he was the biggest loser. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're going to be able to, I don't know if they're going to be able to wait. I don't know if Colby's ready to fight. If it's not him, I, I, Usman's going to have to sit out a while because he got knocked the fuck out. Yeah, so, I was going to ask you about that. Is that an automatic six-month... Uh, dude, no, the UFC yeah. is like, hey, take like a week off and you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> I mean, okay. no, I think like actually by, by the Athletic Commission, it's 30 to 60 days. I mean, it's not much. Tony's fighting on 279 now. 
And he just got kicked into the fucking stratosphere for the second time in two years. <laughs> Tony Ferguson moving up to 170. Don't like it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who, nobody was really asking for that fight, huh? Tony, Fer- I, t- Tony Ferguson's done. Like, I don't, who cares? Who cares about him anymore? I mean, he's a big name, an interesting fight. Like, watching him fight is entertaining. That it is, but watching his face get kicked in the last time, it was like, all right, I, I mean, at what point do you just call it? A day like I think Diaz has got to be done after this next fight, right? Well, that's the last we all, fight. We all agree that he's going to get pummeled, right? Oh, he's going to get destroyed. Yes, and then I think that that's the last one under his contract. Mm-hmm. Dana's done with his bullshit, and then he'll go fight Jake Paul, right? Yeah, and that's probably his career trajectory with Tony Ferguson. Same thing, like, hey man, go fight in bare knuckle boxing. That would be a fucking blast, an absolute blast. That'd be great because <laughs> he could do that style of boxing. Too. Yes, a lot of collar ties, and forearms, stuff like that. Shit. Can he throw f- elbows? No elbows, but Damn. like four, you can do some, I think you can do maybe spinning back fist, which is kind of the forearm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite meme, meme about the Nate Diaz um, comms out fight is like, uh, if Nate just does what he does and he walks forward and pressures him and uses his punches, there's a chance he gets knocked out early. <laughs> he's he's going to get uh, destroyed. I'd like to see, um, well, after comes out beats Nate and we run back Usman Edwards, mm-hmm. um, Shamaya versus Colby, I think would be a good... That takes two eliminators. That's, that's two years. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Colby's not going to take that fight ever. No. That's Unless the it worst, was four titles. Worst, the worst kind of fight for him. I thought. I mean, Colby Covington versus Chamayev uh, would be like Sergeant Slaughter versus uh, the fucking. Who was the guy? The Sheik. The Iron, Iron Sheik, Sheik dude, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Like, that we're bringing it back. Fight. Yeah. Honestly, it would be. I would love to see Colby's wrestling <laughs> going up against the more uh, European style that Hamzat's got. They both hit hard as hell. Like. I think Hadzak comes out the winner in that, but Colby could frustrate him. Gilbert Burns frustrated him, arguably, in some people's eyes, won that fight. So I think that made Hamzat human. And, you know, let's see him get tested a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, and speaking of Gilbert Burns, um, everybody's so surprised that Usman got knocked out. I mean, Burns dropped him round one. People, I think, forgot about that pretty quickly. But then he came back and... I mean, he knocked him out with a jab, yeah, but he still got down, got put down at one point. He did. Uh, how do you feel about Gilbert Burns? When he beat Lovato in a straight grappling match, mm-hmm. that really showed me something about how next level his ground game is. Um, but a big Burns fan. But when you look back at everybody's, I mean, MMA math is so funny, right? You look back at him, you know, Dan Hooker knocked him out with like a, went liver head on him with the left hook, KO'd him at 55. Yep. But I still think Burns a top dog at 170. All right. Yeah, he's going right. to fight Masvidal next. So I don't think... Uh, that's not the way to use Masvidal. Just like it wasn't the way to use Jose Aldo against Marab. Like Why not? That, Why not? Dude, that's just... You knew, you knew what was going to happen. It was going to be a boring-ass fight. That's the, that's the most stacked division in the UFC right now. That's the UFC model, too, though. Like, guys don't get tune-up fights. They're just like, oh, you've been out for a while. You kind of... You lost a few. Aldo's been Here's on a run. Here's our next biggest killer. Aldo's yeah. been on a run, though. He just beat Cheeto. Oh, yeah. It's true. I he mean, destroyed they- Cheeto. They threw TJ right back in with Sanhagen after being out for two years. Whereas when you look at boxing, like a Tyson Fury, when he came back, he you know beat the brakes off of three kind of unknown they, dudes. They should have mm-hmm. gave Otto a title shot. His cousin just got stabbed to death yesterday. Really? Yeah, weird, isn't it? That sucks. Yeah, Tyson, Tyson Fury's Fury, cousin. Yeah. Tyson Fury. Yeah. Shit. Now he's yeah. cracking down on knife knife crime. <laughs> a lot of knife crime in London. Nothing you can do about Tell it. Tell me about this uh, Costa guy because honestly, I've seen three of his fights now, and it's not. Especially this latest one. I wasn't that impressed. It was with fun. It. I mean, when he came on the scene, he was just a destroyer. 
um, kind of like what he did to Rockhold is just pressure him, put him mm. up against the cage and throw hellacious body shots. Yeah. Yeah. When he first came on, he was a lot of fun to watch. Like his, um, even the Vittori fight that he just yeah. had was really fun. I mean, he's super durable. Um, his fight against Romero was, was nad. I mean, did, they, you, did you say durable? Like he's, I think he said adorable or adorable. No, no, adorable. <laughs> like and he's adorable too. He's a handsome man. Um, but no, he, he can take a punch. Too. You say durable though, huh? I don't Not know. Dura. I think his antics outside the cage and out. his overall personality kind of make him unlikable as a fighter. Very unlikable. Especially I get that fight against Izzy really kind of poured water on his flame a little bit because he was a huge rising star. Probably one of the biggest. Uh, was he contender series or tough enough? I don't think either. I think he was just um, doing his, yeah, just doing his thing on the regional circuits. Oh, yeah. Okay. For some reason, I thought he was one of those and came in with a lot of heat, but. Yeah, big rising star. I mean, looks jacked and ripped out of his mind. Uh, people, I mean, great bod. Him and Rockhold, man. They, they were is he, ju- is he juicing? I'm so naive to that. Um, you see, he got you tested by USADA the day of. Yeah, like 6 o'clock in the fucking morning, they called him. Yeah, they right drew before blood he was trying to make weight. weight. I mean, and Dana I don't know enough about it to see how you, how, like, to see how you um, fake those. Okay. So I don't know. Okay. You're not in the know about going to Thailand for a little while. You saw it doesn't give you the call while you're over there. All of a sudden you come back. I did. I wish I was privy to all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. I would have done it. You know, what's funny, (laughs) but everybody who's been on the show says the exact same thing. Uh, They're like, dude, I don't know one way or the other. I I think it depends on who you are and how you train. I've had one former UFC and Bellator fighter talk openly about it a little bit. Really? Yeah. Were they good? Uh, They had, I think maybe we're in a title fight. But uh, one time, they're, they're pretty past their career now. I might bring them back on again to talk about it as well. Because since 2008, I've really watched guys and heard rumors and people talking about beating USADA, even in, people talking about beating the NCAA. And I'm just like, how are these guys doing it? What's, what's the key behind hey, it? If there's, if there's a way to cheat, they will find a way. We have a, a bad streak going on with every fighter that comes on the show, too. Between, uh, I mean, Pettis came on and immediately lost. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, Paige. Paige Van Zandt. Lost. lost. You're probably Tim's gonna, probably going to beat you up yeah, on Tim's fucking Tuesday. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, that's gonna I could have told you that was going to happen already. Even Justin, build the wall, governor, he lost. He lost. Yeah. He was just done. His last fight. Awesome, amazing thing that you have information perfect too. What's it like uh, being in Austin now that Donaher's here behind the closed doors of probably some of the best mixed martial arts training there is in the world right now? Very cool. Um, I got brought in as Rory's main train partner for not his most previous, but the one before that. Um, which didn't make any sense to me because I wasn't in shape and I was seven years removed from a from a professional fight. But I know how, like, I know that pace to go and how to take care of the partner and how to be technical and stuff like that. So, um, training under Donaher was super cool. When I was in, um, I went to Atlanta with him for the PFL, and being in a house with Donaher and Tim for the whole week was hugely entertaining. Just oh, that was just about guys. a month ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the end ago. of June. Um, yeah, I mean, we're the. I guess Rio was once the mecca of jiu-jitsu. Then it kind of changed to um, uh, the West Coast and Florida, right? Like San Diego, LA, and um, South Florida. And now it's for sure firmly planted here. I mean, I went to train with um, at Shanji's gym the other day. Shanji, Victor Hugo, all these guys are you know competing at ADCC soon. Um, kind of legends of the game. Are you, you in some of those ADCC camps getting ready for those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Again, I don't know why they brought me in. I, I guess everybody's just trying to get their confidence up. And then... Um, you know, like B team as well. Go went over there and trained with Nicky Rod and his brother, and those guys are good. Do you think they're moving here because it's just how it works? Gra- gravity will attract when when enough talent comes. People are just like, oh, I got to go to. It's like I got to go to New York to do comedy, or I got to go to LA to act, or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I think or it was- 
are they coming here because America's about to become the Thunderdome? Boom. Right. I think I think it's the latter. It yeah. might be a mix of the two, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was mostly um, just during COVID, like people saw what we were able to do here more, mm. and you know, decided to make the trick. I think um, it's kind of you know, it's like it's what's popular, and Rogan coming here, I think, was a big catalyst yeah. for all that as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that guy, dude, it, everything is following Rogan these days, and uh, and they're all here. It's yeah. great for us as well. Uh, real quick, we got a title sponsor that puts our show on the air. It's MyBookie.com. Do you love sports? How about making money? If you answered yes to either of those questions, then MyBookie.com is the place for you. Not only is betting with MyBookie.com make every game more exciting, but when you sign up using promo code DRINKINGBROS, your first deposit is instantly doubled up to $1,000. With thousands of bets to make in all your favorite sports, there's no shortage of ways for you to win at MyBookie.com. On top of having amazing lines and props, MyBookie.com is also home to several exclusive contests and promotions that you can't find anywhere else. Get off the couch and into the game with MyBookie.com and turn your love of sports into your new side hustle. Head to MyBookie.com today. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first deposit instantly doubled up to $1,000 and start winning today. Bet on anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.com. Speaking of betting, we got week zero of college football uh, this weekend, I've already bet a lot of money on this. On Hawaii? Uh, not on Hawaii. Um, you don't pronounce that H. Sorry if you're not from the islands, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Is Bob still here? He is. Island Bob's yeah, here. Island yeah. Bob is here. Bob would tell Look, you I that. don't expect the mainlanders to understand that type <laughs> of stuff. And they don't. Is this like another Jack Johnson reference? A white man pretending to be a Hawaiian? No, guy? dude. Jack was Jack was a man of the. I of know the he grew up there, but it's like yeah. But Rob went to a wedding. The all the stuff, <laughs> all the all the stuff that happens, like all the culture that comes out of uh, uh, a place like that, right, is based on the suffering those specific people went through, right? Yeah, it's like the blues. And then fucking white people start playing the blues. It's like, what do you got to be blue about? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? What do you, what so do you, Jack Johnson, go fuck yourself. What are you sad about? Just stolen, stolen valor piece of shit. I'm just kidding. I <laughs> no. know. Jack Johnson's awesome. He's fine. Yeah. He's fine. Uh, the, the one that I went heavy on was the, uh, the under in the Northwestern Nebraska okay. game. Because it's in, in London, Ireland. right? It's in Ireland. Yeah, Ireland. Or in Ireland. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Hammer, it's a, that, it's that, a 50 and a half. If there's a lock of the week, it's definitely You that. guys don't want to go see 3 and 9 Northwestern against 3 and 9 Nebraska and they're, Ireland? They're playing no. in Ireland? They're playing yeah. in Ireland. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, trippy. Yeah. It's like weird. It, best case scenario is that random drunk Irish people murder both teams. That's the best case scenario. I know. I know. Strange, strange time to, to have that game. It's I like, think. what is this dumb game? I don't know. What are you guys doing out there? Yeah. Why, why are you wearing helmets? Sweetie? It's odd. So I've got that, and I'm going to use the teaser, uh, obviously, because that's what I do. Uh, on that Illinois game, I'm going to drop that down. It's a, it was a 10. Uh, it's now a 10 and a half, and I'll drop that down to, to four and a half. And we're going to get weird this weekend. Yeah. Get what are you thinking of the football game? Sounds pretty cool, though. What are you thinking of Texas name and Quinn Ewers as a starting quarterback? Well, look, they didn't have a choice. A um, bunch of people hit me up over the weekend. They were like, hey, dude, I heard uh, that card kid outplayed him during all of training camp in, in summer. And I heard the same thing. According to whom? Uh, the people on the field. Which the people? The actual players themselves. And they said, hey, they're, the team is split because they're pissed. He's got to start eight games in order to get that $10 million. Yeah, but that's not really... Sarkeesian's problem, right? It, it was when he got him there. So the problem was... Well, he, can't, is, he couldn't sign a contract to that effect. That would be illegal. Well, he, he could not, but that was how they got him to the university. 
So are they throwing him to the wolves for Arch Manning, who's coming? I don't really know because I don't think Texas is that good anyways. You're not going to compete for a national championship. So I guess what's the harm in it? He will put asses in seats. Like, I want to see that fucking kid play. Mm. It's Texas he football. Won't. They'll just he won't go. Put, yeah, he won't put that many asses in seats. Quinn Everybody's Ewers? excited about the mullet. Let's nah, go. No, no. Hey, Texas fans are dog shit. They're not good oh, fans. Boy. This guy. They're not this good fucking, fucking fans. The only thing that Alabama puts... tickets are currently going for mm-hmm. lower. So yeah, next to yeah but that's Alabama. that's Alabama fans that are. That's they all want to travel and have yeah. a weekend in Austin. Just, that is, they want to come to a major school in a major city and stomp their fucking ass. Yeah, that's what sure. that is. They are oh, horny for this. Like they are going to. <laughs> oh my god. They are. That's it's, a, it's like bloodlust is yeah. what like they. The Texas fans are going to like tailgate, but they're not excited to go to that game. No. The only way Texas fans get hyped for a UT football team is essentially if maybe that team has already won like two championships in a row. And then they're like, yeah, man, I think we're, I think I'm ready to start like really committing my time to this. They are the fair weatherest fucking or Rob, softest fan base. They hey, bring man, in you're you're pretty, pretty spot on with that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> You got to bring in McConaughey. He yeah. gives that pregame speech. He'll be there. He'll do it. He, he he's gonna that that video goes viral. Yeah, that gets every. That he says some like quip that they put on a t shirt mm-hmm. for the rest of the season as they go seven and five. Yeah, yeah but now you're you like that's one campaign rally that you just play the video over and over. But the fucking spirit is broken by week three, brother. Right. Like just because they're still posting the video because it's entertaining doesn't mean that that team still gives a fuck. Right. right. But all he has to do is walk up there and be like. All we gotta do is take the H one. You know how to do it. Yeah. Take take the I out of quit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Rob. then that gets put hype music into it, and then they fucking that. I don't know. It, it feeds them because they're like, yeah, man, McConaughey. We don't win games, but like McConaughey, right? That's pretty tight. The year they beat Notre Dame, I'm pretty sure we extended our jobs at TFM six months Probably. off. Let it fucking rip T-shirts <laughs> yeah, uh, that bad. weren't ready until week five. So like. uh they had lost multiple the games. Season was over. Oh, yeah, the season was done. But That's they beat awesome. Notre Dame. We we sold a bunch of let it fucking rip shirts, and everyone got their shirts when they were like two and three. How do you feel oh, about the moment boy. when McConaughey was at a basketball game telling all the guys to stand up and shit? Oh, like yeah. That? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll say this: uh, he is a true fan. I appreciate him because hundred percent. As bad yeah. as Texas is at being football fans, there's so much worse at being basketball fans. Which is bizarre because I've said this on the show many They're times basketball before. School. What? They're a basketball well, school. Well, they are a basketball school now. Yeah. But they're they are literally the best fan base for every non revenue sport in the country. Track. They're great track. It's sport. fucking crazy. Baseball. Yeah, I was in baseball. school here uh when we had um KD, I think PJ Tucker was we had a bunch of guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, never went to a basketball game. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Proud <laughs> it's of you. crazy. Uh but the craziest thing on the, the Quinn Ewers thing is a week in advance he posts because I follow him on Twitter when when he was going to Ohio State and it pops up on my feed and it said uh, hey, get ready for August 19th. And I was just like, all right, what the fuck is happening August 19th? Um, and that's that's the day he got named as the starter. Well, how do you know a week in advance unless this wasn't pre-planned by the coach in the university well, that's and everything probably else? probably the, the mullet. You think so? Yeah. It's the like, mullet new? Gotta get ready. Yeah, you gotta well, get ready. No, I mean, like, it, it gives you powers. You know, I've <laughs> never been on an NCAA football team, but I feel like I might know if I was the starter a week ahead of time. Like, maybe, you would not? So, maybe someone would talk to me. Like, I maybe go into a coach's office. I think the bigger problem here is that you, uh, now, a lot of people know this, just want to bring it back because it's salient at this point. 
Uh, he was 17 going to Ohio State. Right. Which means you were following an underage male on Twitter. Sure was. So I think mm-hmm. we need to have a conversation sure about was. that. Especially that, after last episode. Yeah. yeah. Wait, were you trying to groom him? No, hang on. It, it gets even creepier. So uh, because of the NIL I've been, deals. I've been sending pictures of every haircut I've gotten for the last year. Exactly. But because of the NIL deals, all these kids now want the money and they can get paid in high school. So they're all getting Twitter accounts in like eighth grade now. Yeah. Um, and that's what's fucking creepy to me. This. I. Because yeah, they're, they're using it for marketing, and marketing shit. and oh, money, yeah. Yeah. and it's like the and they're they're cutting together their own hype videos, yeah. for for eighth graders, and you're like, right. what the fuck I've, is going on? So I have started a new business for any of you five star potential Texas football mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. I will come film your high school games and cut you a highlight reel for uh, too late. Forty-five thousand. Too late. You need to go to the middle school. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, right. I don't school. think he's allowed at the middle school, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Giorgio, we're going to specialize, like you know, as a side gig. We'll do those, and we'll also do the sorority hype videos. Yes. Did yes. you see that uh, Hooters signed like fifty offensive linemen to the entire Mizzou offensive line signed by Hooters? Yeah. Like oh, they they signed a bunch boy. of offensive linemen to fucking nil deals. Welcome. So that's like, awesome. I mean, yeah. I, I, my, not, that's where we're headed. My expectation I mean, would be that now they're all going to be friends oh. with uh, John, but he's a diehard Arkansas guy. So I don't know if you can put him in a room with other SEC kids. Uh, everything he, would, he owns is razor. Yeah, he might fucking stab somebody. Wait for, for the Saudis to get into this. Oh <laughs> yes, the Saudis getting NCAA nil deals. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ross. Ross, think of the, the hard AF sponsored athletes. I wish. I, How, I, in three years, I, look they've they've already brought it up to us on on Drinking Bro Sports account, and I'm like, look, if, if we had the money, yeah. we'd start buying out people tomorrow. So I mean, have- look at look at Barstool. So this is the other top story that'll bleed into this. Right. Portnoy just sold all of Barstool for four hundred thirty five million dollars. Um, they have endless money to give out to. I was at a bar stool bar in Philadelphia. They didn't even. No the way. They didn't have the fight on. Yeah, man. I was. I was like, uh, I was with a group of fifteen to twenty people, and I'm like, hey, can we I go thought you were going to say I was with a group of fifty year olds. No, no, <laughs> like fifteen to twenty people. And I'm like, Philly. hey, can we go watch the fight somewhere? And like, yeah, I'm sure the bar stool bar will have it. So we went, and no, nothing. No so we had to shit. watch from a fucking phone. And by the way, is it inappropriate if you're on the same reading level as them? Ooh, oh, nailed it. There it is. <laughs> Of what? Maybe. Maybe. Matt it, Wall seems to think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> we'll get to that next week. That's a little teaser for you guys for next week. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with all the money that's floating around, it would not surprise me if the Saudis or somebody else crazy got into it. I mean... What are the rules on what you can... can so can they promote booze and stuff, or are there rules I don't about think that? 21... They've really figured it out Yeah, yet. If, if you're 21 kind of and up, you, right you are, but, you, but here's where it gets wilder. If you're in Louisiana, it's 18, so mm. yes... If you play for an LSU, which, dude, Wait, if you're LSU, y- y- the drinking age is 18. So in Louisiana? You can, correct. So what? you can promote it. Yeah, this sure is New Orleans. No. No. Yeah. no. New Orleans? They no. would remove all federal no. funding for roads if it yeah. was. Yeah, no. New or- Louisiana was the very last one to go to 21. When did it switch? Oh, before the 80s. I was born. <laughs> but like in the late... 70s early 80s okay. and that's why every road in louisiana is currently looks like it was built in the late 70s early 80s <laughs> 1984 i didn't get carted one goddamn time when i was there well that's because you look old. like you're 60 that's why <laughs> i am a young man i'm 33 years old i will not have that on this program um but yeah that that's how that's how crazy it's gonna get with all this shit and like dude expect it to get worse and worse and worse was there a gamble what's the gambling is gambling age you can gamble anytime. 21 still. 18. No, I think it's well, no, gambling. You can be a certain age to get into a casino. 18. Okay. 18, yeah, for slots. So you can be all over Are we that sure? Thing. I'm yeah. pretty sure gambling's 21 still. Not for slots. Like Delaware, it's 18. Yeah. To oh. enter into the gaming area in Louisiana, it's 21. Okay. 
Okay. Strange. They when, clean up their shit, huh? When can we get gambling sponsors for college? How do you kids? know the gambling age in Delaware? Because we would go during wrestling camps and tournaments and go up there and play the slots. I don't think that any athlete anywhere, whether it's professional or amateur, will ever be able to have a gambling sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're, no, they're, they're, so they're kit sponsorships uh, for soccer all the time. You see the, the on the front of the jersey, it's just some sort of betting site. So why can't they sponsor teams or athletes or merchandise? It's one thing to sponsor the sport. It's another thing entirely to sponsor the team or the athlete. Well, there's well, plenty they, of uh, fighters sponsored by my bookie that right, so yeah, give, yeah. Their, give, yeah, give their best. Yeah, advice. but if you're a college athlete, yeah, you're technically an amateur athlete. They're mm. not going to I mean, there's that. no way mm. the NFL would allow that either. No, no major professional sports organization in America uh, would allow that. Uh, if they're that the would, official gambling uh, sponsor. Because like, yes, PJ Tour. Caesars, Caesars is the, the official gambling sponsor of the NFL. Um, right, but that's just for yeah, the whole league, the not league. for the team. Right. In other sports, it's for the team themselves. Yeah. Get a gambling sponsor. Like, Bet365 is the, like one I always see all the time. It's all fucking murky, isn't it? Well, look, I mean, we all the ethics and morals that, this, that any society had ever been founded on have been lost to us now. Yeah. We yeah. may as well lean into it and just start betting on everything. We like, already are. We already I, are. Yeah, I think we need to. <laughs> like, the golf tournament this weekend. Like literally, everybody in the attendance that I was I was by was just like, mm. "Oh, I have him. I have him. Yeah. I have him on my draft." Well, I, I want to get. I want to go even farther down the rabbit hole in this. Okay. Right. So we sell like a gambling experience thing where you follow, like you get to go sit at a hospital and wait to see if this old person dies this week, and if they die, you get like twenty percent of their fucking life savings. You know what I mean? Like that's a good deal. Yeah. Now you're now you're really getting Is that involved. a taunting. Uh, no, not technically a tontine because you didn't pay into it. Okay. A tontine is where a group of people. Right, right. A Deadpool. Well, he, you, you know, I'm going to tell these guys because it's illegal in America for some reason. Well, there's a, I'll explain why it's illegal too because it's so Compound stupid. interest. It's yeah. the best. Well, doesn't it also like incentivize you to murder someone? Yes. So you put, everybody puts <laughs> like 10 grand into a, a shared bank account, into an, an interest bearing account. Yeah. And you just let it go. And the last person alive gets all the money. Yeah, so I like you, that. you could see how that could go wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in this group, I, you guys would be dead like two in two weeks. Oh, I've, well, I've been you, saying you it got... for years. I'm a role player in a tontine. That's... <laughs> <laughs> role player. That's better than being an NPC, though. At least you're, that's like one rung above NPC. I, True. I've been thinking about this since I started working here, and I I can't get Dan away from his gun. That's the only way to even have a remote opportunity or a chance, and it's just always on him. That'll never happen. He left. I don't. I don't walk from my bedroom to go take a shit without my gun. No, I'm, not, be, I'm not kidding. To yeah, be fair, I, I've never seen him without it. Dead serious. He was a little bit exposed earlier. Potentially, he left what everyone knows is called the clip to a gun. Uh, on <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Throw it at me? <laughs> yeah. no, he left it on the table. Was it loaded? Was your gun loaded? I. Have you always keep one in the chamber? Look, see. Oh Oop. fuck! There's one. Damn, that's I, a backup. But I was like, is Dan naked? This is in case I need to do extra damage. Yeah, you don't just carry one magazine around. No, it's, no. So yeah, I, I, maybe when he's sleeping, if he's sleeping extra heavy. But I would, I'm sure he'd. That he conversation gun. already happened. You calling it a clip? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I just wanted. To, I yeah, just wanted yeah. to troll. Well, that's him and our yeah. listeners. That's, that's kind of a and a joke in the industry now. Just making fun of people. Like if somebody says clip, that's like having pronouns in your bio. That's not a serious person. <laughs> clip, clip, boom. Yeah. I, mean, I made the mistake about 10 years ago with Tim. Yeah, Tim will, <laughs> Tim will not abide that bullshit. Uh-uh. Yeah. No, he definitely won't. Uh, we'll switch on over to NFL. Baker Mayfield was named the starter of the Carolina Panthers week one against the Browns. They're going to the fucking Super Bowl, I think. It's Baker versus Jacoby Brissett. The weird thing is, I kind of hate Baker Mayfield so much. He'll probably win that game, right? 
Um, yeah. week one. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, week one. Man, I don't know. I well, don't, you got to think it. It depends. Run, the the uh, McCaffrey will be fucking healthy Maybe. for his one week Maybe. of the year. <laughs> I guess the Browns are also shopping Cream Hunt. When he asked well, he asked trade. for a trade, yeah. and the Browns said no. Are they shopping th- him now? I don't know. He's I heard angling. rumors to the Eagles actually. Oh that, shit. That's, a bunch that. of people in fucking Delco told you that, that that's not... Come on, man. I, I, I did hear that on the bus um, on the way to the BMW championship. That's such a grim statement before you ended it. Like, yeah, I was back in Delco and I heard on the bus. Yeah. Like that it was just, a school bus, too. This Ugh. is what it feels like to be a fucking Philadelphia Eagles fan, folks. Sure is. It's just like a glimmer of oh, hope and then misery. The entire tournament, too. Everybody, like uh, Jordan Spieth, all the Dallas guys would walk by and everybody was just ch- like chanting E-A-G-L-E-S and like right in their face. Oh, yeah. And I think at one point, Jordan Spieth was just like, yeah, we'll see you in the playoffs, guys. Uh, You've had time to think about this now, because I asked you about two hours ago when you first told me that. Uh, can you name a, a, like a golfer from Philly? No. Uh, so they're like, this is cross-sport. We're not sport. a great golf This now. is cross-sport contamination. You know what I mean? It would be really weird. So LeBron plays for the Lakers. It would be really weird if LeBron showed up here and, and we started talking shit to him about the Dodgers. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Golf's different. It's also just like depressing because like when we like get hyped for our, our, our schools, our university that we're like alumni of or whatever, it's like, yeah, man, like go Ohio State, go Missouri, whatever. You guys like the Eagles fans, it's like they're rooting for a place that they can't escape. Oh, the, the city itself? Yeah. No. It's like being in jail, be like, oh, San Quentin, motherfucker, yeah! <laughs> Have pride in the prison you're in, okay? Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. I think, it's, I think it's fine when you make it out of Philly and then you still root for the team where you're like... You gotta go back. It, well, it's almost like you're rooting for them to get out, too. And that's a fun Sometimes thing. you gotta go back to move forward. Exactly, you sure do. And that's full Fabian circle. Sure do. And, yeah. and I can't even make fun of Philly fans because the Falcons have never won, so it doesn't really matter. Well, this is gonna be... They're not gonna win I mean, this We just year. won a Super who, Bowl not that long ago. Yeah. I'm good for like another 10 years. Who, Decade, do, you, who yeah. do you think's more prepared for this game? Like, uh, I, you assume the Browns have assumed that Brissett's gonna be their starter. For at least, I mean, they've known for at least a month that it was gonna be at least six games. Or they're right? trying to get Garoppolo, I saw. Maybe, maybe they'll get Garoppolo, but I don't know. It's like... Do you, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's an upgrade. No, I don't it's, either. It's not, a, it's not a big enough upgrade no. to upset all the work, the month worth of work you already done. I agree. Doing. And then Homeboy's coming back, you know, after week eleven <laughs> anyway. So who cares? Uh, let let Brissette ride it out. Uh, Rosen looked like shit over the weekend. Uh, so I think that that kid from Tennessee will probably be their backup. And then let the two of them ride it out and see what happens. You can't win a title anyway. So now nah, we'll see what happens here. Baker. Who are the Niners left with? They have Trey Lance. That's they a guy Trey, that Yeah, they're going to start ago. Trey Lance this year. And they're all in on Trey Lance. Yeah. Man, everybody is all in on Trey Lance. Even on fantasy football shows, he's going pretty fucking high. I'm, and- not, I'm not sure I've ever seen something like this before. A guy that played, what did he play, like 10 games eight in college? Games. Eight. Uh, I, well, let's, let's call it eight then. And they have a guy who's led them to quite a few wins. Yep. One Super Bowl appearance. And they didn't lose because of him necessarily, right? No. Yeah. Like with Shanahan that fucking, or not, uh, yeah, whatever, that fo- beef that one. So it's like, that's, that's a big commitment. That's a big commitment. It's like falling in love with a stripper when you've been married for 10 it's years. kind of you know what, what I mean? the Chiefs did, right? I think he's going to fail. I think Trey Lance no, is going to fail. No, he only played, he came in like, what, week? Chiefs, I mean, Chiefs six? had Alex Smith. And yeah, I mean, he, he was in, perfectly fine, got him to the playoffs. But then, Yeah, but he's, it was very clear they were, the Chiefs specifically, which their team is tailored around offense, especially then. 
uh, they weren't going to win a title with Alex Smith. Right, but, but, but Mahomes like, was sketch. Yeah, coming out of college, people were not sold on Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he had the arm, but it was like he was played for shitty Texas Tech teams, and it's mm. like, oh, wow, you put up yards in the Big 12 at Tech? Fucking congratulations. Yeah. Did you see him on uh, over the weekend by any chance? Did you see Mahomes? Uh, no, I don't watch preseason football. You, I, I, <laughs> I do for fantasy. He was 11 of 17, and he looked like... He had problems finding receivers. Like, yeah, because he doesn't have Hill anymore. He doesn't. And doesn't uh, have that deep threat. They'll figure it out. So everyone's just starting to creep closer and closer to the line. I'm not worried. Like, not let up. me just replace all of that with this. Like, oh boy, dude. Jacob DeGrom looked like dog shit in that uh, spring training start. I don't know about him this year. You know, like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't know, man. Because they, they don't have any running backs either. And now you lost Tyreek Hill. I, I'm not sure about the Chiefs. I'm, f- I'm fine with the Chiefs. I- I'm not. Chief- Chiefs are in the AFC Championship game again this year. Y'all think uh, Houston goes all the way? <laughs> <laughs> Not a prayer. I've got, dude. We're, I will. We'll do an NFL preview show. But uh, listen, Davis Mills, Bills. It's, I think it's the Bills year. Davis Mills is the truth. All right. You said that last year too, and yeah, I, they were this close. They no, were this close. I, I thought it was the Bills year last year too. I don't think they're going to win. It was. They were this close. Guy, the Bills had one of the worst chokes in sports history last year. Thirteen seconds. That is. Uh. People don't talk about that. Enough. No, no. That's, a, that's the kind of thing that fucking pops up into your head when it's you know game yeah. crunch time next year. I don't think the Bills have it. That is, I mean, that was that is brutal incompetence yeah. to oh, let yeah. someone do that in 13 seconds. Yeah. Does Joe Burrow's roll again this year? Nah, nah. No, I don't think the Bengals have it. They they surprised a lot of people last year. They're they're uh they're going to put up good offensive numbers for sure. But I don't know if they can recreate. What I also they don't did. see the Rams being that good this year. The Rams actually got better. I think they, they both. Did. I think both teams just kind of regress. It we'll see. It's it'll be interesting to see how Stafford's health heal, uh, health holds up yeah. this year because I feel like last year he was kind of duct taped or he's been duct taped together for the last couple of years. Last year went pretty smoothly, and that usually means like there's a fucking steep drop off coming pretty soon. And I buy the Niners. Like I think they're legit. I mean, Trey Lance could be the next Mahomes, maybe. I don't know that they have the weapons that he did. I mean, Debo and Tyreek are kind of similar, right? I mean, not not similar in the style of play or anything, but similar, and they do something that m- nobody else really does. Both dynamic, yeah. utility yeah. players. Yeah. Like, they can, like, it, say what you want about Tyreek Hill and his ability to catch in the, in, the, uh, in the slant and even go deep, but he is pretty successful at running the ball as well. Not like Debo. Debo's a running back that happens to do receiving shit, but... Uh, I don't know. It's possible they got a great defense, right? And they're like, who's and who in that division is going to fuck with them? What I love about this year in particular is, I mean, is there isn't a clear cut favorite. Like my guess is the Bills, but I don't feel terribly confident about that. The Brady thing has been super fucking weird. He came back today, but the, the rumor was that he was on the Mass Singer um, <laughs> filming. Well, no, isn't he all caught up in that like uh, the, the houses with Brad Pitt and shit? Uh, I don't know, but I know, I know this part of that Fox deal for that $375 million was to be an ambassador of Fox and that's a Fox show. Nobody has an excuse for where he was at all this time and he's magically just going to show up and I, there's no family emergency. I, I have a real question, guys. Are, are we learning that being a professional athlete doesn't take as much time as we thought it did? You can then go off and like be a Jeopardy host, or then go on the Mass Singer, come back, still win a title. Like, yeah, if you're really, the goat. I think if you were a quarterback, though, like nobody's hitting you anyways. I mean, they're getting it. You know, you're just you getting the time down. If you're a white in the pocket passer, like you're not getting hit. It's quick passes, and it's like, all right, great. Brady's taking like one hit in his entire career. That's it. 
Like he doesn't run the ball, so he doesn't get it's actually, smoked. It's a penalty to hit Tom Brady. It, it is <laughs> like the one quarterback who did it, who ran, was Steve Young, and he got his brains bashed in. And the CT is he's into you know twenty forty with that fucking. Yeah. Cam Newton got smashed all the time. He did. That's but, why he, his career is the way it is. Correct. Well, yeah. Except that one time in the Super Bowl when he was like, "Not today." That's yeah. a business decision. <laughs> I'm wondering how David Carr is doing right now. Yeah, he got sacked what seventy three times all the time yeah. on this show because he was a great quarterback. I feel like he's got to be in rough shape right now. I, but I think that's what's going to happen to Justin Fields. Like the Maybe, exact yeah. same thing. I mean, I was worried about no Burrow in, in his first season with that bullshit. Luckily, Both they went you out. and I called it yeah. almost to the exact week that he was going to go out with a oh, with an injury. The Bears are going to be terrible. But you're lucky. Like if you just get your legs taken out, yeah. you're like, whew, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Like I can still operate my wheelchair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, I think the Chargers are going to win this year. Actually, no. They got the best they defense. Have, they don't have the coach. They got the defense, though. They don't have the we'll, coach. we'll see about that. That's that's a not a bad point to make, but I think they have so much of a smothering defense. They have Hall of Famers. At, they have one or more Hall of Famers at every fucking line of their defense. All They're they my, needed was a fucking tie. I've already bet. I've already <laughs> and bet. And they called a timeout. Yeah, that, that, was was my a sli- that was my sleeper bet already. I've already bet on the <laughs> Super Bowl picks. That was my sleeper bet was the Chargers. On I mean, you've side. got Bosa and Khalil Mack as your primary edge guys derwin james derwin um, james and jc jackson in the in the that, secondary like the only problem the fuck, is the man. division's loaded like there's not an easy game in that division you don't need easy games if you play defense like that it's not about easy games yeah uh, you, you guys really disrespect the raiders i think the raiders are going to be just uh, as good as the chargers I, I think. as much as i hate okay. to say anything they'll be all right too when was the last idiot right coach to win the super bowl the last fucking doofus fucking moron to win the super bowl McCarthy, I don't know. Yeah, maybe 2010. Yeah, yeah. That was 2010 or 2011, right? So McVay won last year. Arians the year before. I think we probably agree both those good are coaches. good, good coaches. Fine, good coaches. Yeah. I mean, it's the, Belichick before that. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Who was Philly's dude? Doug, uh, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson. I think he's fine. Then he's you got Belichick. Coach. You could say maybe Gary Kubiak, who, mm. but he won two Super Bowls as an offensive hey, coordinator. We're, we're friends of the program with the, the yeah. Kubiaks. So that's competence there at least and then you got belichick carol harbaugh and i think it's then, mccarthy right yeah it'd have to be mccarthy in 2010 was the last fucking doofus to win a super bowl yeah so it's it's hard to bet on a fucking doofy fucking gym coach to actually get it done i well yeah we'll see we'll find out uh we'll get out of here though on the on a crazy story actually came from dana white over the weekend i don't know if you saw it but um uh, Dana White outed that he had actually convinced Tom Brady to go to the Raiders with Gronkowski. Uh, they were all set to do it, and then Gruden blew. John Gruden blew up the entire deal, and everybody was minds exploded. Smart were, play, smart play, John. What's that? Smart play, John. Terrible, terrible, right? Yeah. Um, I couldn't believe that story, and then uh, it turned out he was on the Gronkowski show. I guess the Gronkowski brothers were doing a live watch with, in conjunction with UFC. And he was stuck live on air when Gronk told that story and he had to own up to it. Well, as soon as the fight ended with Usman, they asked about Usman and they immediately asked about Brady. And he goes, fuck, man. Yeah, I was live on air. He goes, that, that really happened. Gruden did? Uh, no, uh, Dana White. Oh, so, so Dana gotcha, White gotcha. said, yes, that really did happen, that he had convinced Brady and Gronk to go there. Gronk confirmed <laughs> it. Uh, if you're a Raiders fan, what the fuck, dude? Well, I mean, I don't know if there's any love. Was, they still see uh, Gruden as a bit of a folk hero, I'd imagine, because I doubt many of them wanted to see him leave, for at least for the reason he did. But I don't think... They, Maybe Dana White leaked the emails. 
Yeah. Maybe, but but if you're Gruden, why blow up that deal? I don't. I have no fucking clue. Because he thinks he's smarter than everybody else, which is why he's not a very good coach. You know what yeah. I mean? He ran into two pretty pre-built, successful organizations. Like that wasn't his team at Tampa Bay. The fuck, man! All those guys were already there. I felt like he was a decent in-game coach, just not good a good in-game coach. He was also a, a very good coordinator as well, which Be- is you know because he would always draft like even those <clears throat> Raiders drafts that he had. People were like, "Wait, you took him?" Like it was always. Guys that were like second rounders or like later in the first round when he took them early in the first round. It's just like, hey, you could have got him much later. Yeah. He just I mean, kept he, getting his guys way too early. And he traded Khalil Mack. Like, I don't give yeah, a dude. fuck how much your yeah. button he- if your button heads with a guy when he is a literal generational talent edge rusher, especially. Yeah. You fucking make well, it. The Raiders work. are cash poor. <laughs> The fuck out. Y'all been to that stadium yet? No. No. Just was, the, I've never been in just the drove, outside of yeah, it. Yeah, we, we awesome. drove by it because uh, every event we've gone to there was either UFC or hockey. Uh, and when we were there, when they opened, it was COVID. So it was empty. Uh, and then the Raiders weren't very good anyways yeah. last year. So like we only go to see good teams. But, Made the playoffs. Yeah. I, at the end, yeah. The stadium looks badass though. The stadium looks amazing. Look, their fans are amazing. Um, they just need to put it together one year. I I don't think that's the guy. I don't think it's the coach. You don't I don't think McDaniel's the guy. He failed in Denver already. Yeah. And went back. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get back. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I just think that franchise is stuck for some reason. Um, and then when you give a wide receiver that much fucking money, you don't have a lot left over to buy some extra parts. So uh, I don't know. I think I'm with you. I think they make the playoffs. And that takes a lot for me to say. What's I hate, your problem with Derek Carr? It's that it's Derek Carr, and it'll be a weird injury or a weird interception towards the end of the game that was for no reason. They'll find a way to fuck it up. It's just one of those teams that finds a way to fuck it up. Like the Browns. I don't see the Browns being good ever again. Mm-hmm. Unlike, uh, unlike the Emperor Constantine, uh, wearing a key row into battle does not help Derek Carr. Does not Make what victory the certain. fuck Bob. is wrong that's, with you? Bob, too deep I, of a cut. That's two today. That's too deep of a cut. Dude. It's, two, it's drinking bros, what not the literature bros. Dennis Miller? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's just as bad as Giorgio asking like inside baseball about jiu-jitsu like, early on. Well, I was going to ask Andrew what his picks were for ADCC this year. Gordon. Gordon, uh, Gordon for the way. his weight class and beating out Galvao in the uh, super fight. In the super fight, yeah. I don't know um, a lot of the other divisions. Um that like 77 kg i'm not yep. sure if that's is that the one with gary tone and colabate and, and rotolo yeah i don't know about that one that'll be cool cool did the raiders add anybody on defense because they were a bottom third defense last year and that's not the kind of team that can win a super Bowl. no i don't believe they, they did uh chargers loaded up rams loaded up but not them denver uh broncos yeah. will be in the mix I mean, I hate Russell Wilson, but he's, he's a good was that quarterback. Bucks team Same. with Gruden was that all start and work done? Sure was. Yeah, all start oh, work man. done and Trent Dilfer. Was a fun yeah, team. that's my blitz team. I don't, Warren Sapp. I, don't, I don't even remember who their fucking receivers were. Nope. Mm-hmm. Warren Sapp was the uh, the guy yeah. that I remember from that team. A, the most was their defense. They had a great defense and a, a, a team built to control the, the clock, and that's what Gruden is good at, right? As a coordinator, that's what he's been good at is doing running that kind of shit. So, of course, it worked there. No. But he's, I don't think, ever think he's been a very good coach if you take the modern definition of coach, which is a guy who also builds the roster, right? Like, that. show me the evidence that he's that great. And yeah. Maybe it was the fucking Raiders that leaked those emails. Maybe. After he traded fucking Khalil Mack. Hey, he's, he's going to find out in court because uh, he's suing 
and that's going to go to trial. I can't wait for this. Like I don't, Same. I don't typically, I don't give a fuck about celebrity trials or any of that stuff. Uh, and I, except Amber Heard. No, no, he didn't care. He didn't care, but I care. The really interesting thing to me is when you find out weird facts, like, oh, it was your fucking brother, yeah, or something like that. Like, oh, that's fucking weird. And that that's interesting to me. So this will be interesting. I said long ago that the the NFL will probably get right up into the trial and then settle something. I don't (laughs) think they want those emails coming up. That's my guess. I mean, how many emails are there between uh, like the Patriots? staff and uh uh what is it rub maps yeah rubmaps.com yeah right because i think that was just near his house i think it was out of convenience for robert Kraft. oh maybe but yeah. you, you, how do you find something like that you know somebody you, tells you you drive by you, word you're, of mouth you're picking yeah, up some I mean, korean it's, barbecue it's always a good <laughs> sign if it's a strip mall and there's a schlotsky's two doors down yeah <laughs> that's a good point nothing like a handy and some schlotsky's yeah uh, tell everybody where they can find you and uh, and how to come support you over the weekend. Oh yeah, um, nine three MFC. I think melee m e l e e fightingchampionship dot com. Buy some tickets. Go to the show. Um, I'll be commentating, coaching some of my guys. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's and plus Drew. It's the most confusing name I could have picked. Sure, but that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. And you're stuck with it now. And you're yeah. working with Tim now. So. No, you can change it Tim. anytime you want. Yeah, I change it one time already, and um, I just make bad decisions when I do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate y'all having me. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a blast. Yeah. Uh, fun show today, kids. Go to iTunes. Rate the show five star and leave a quick review. Also, go to Spotify. Just click a five star. That's all we ask. That's, that's all we fucking ask on there. And if you are on Spotify, you can watch the video version of this show. Just click the play button and it'll go full screen. If you go to the gym, it'll go directly to audio and it'll stop exactly in the place that you left off at. We appreciate you being here, kids. For Papa Giorgio, D'Anthony D'Anthony Holloway, Delco Dan, Hot Bob, and our new friend here, Jack Johnson. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Monday Morning Recap. Good morning, everyone.